Chapter 141. Alto Nieva, Peru. Search for the Royal Sun Angel. It was a relief to get back to the main road after days of exhausting walking. We decided to try hitching. It couldn't be too difficult. Two hours later, we were still sat there, utterly dejected, and we decided we might as well walk. At least some of our wet clothes had dried in the sun. We walked quite a way down the road, and I figured it was still pretty far to get to our destination for the night, the town of Affluente. We would have to keep up a good pace if we were going to try and get there before nightfall. Luckily a truck did stop and took us the last few kilometres into town. We passed a restaurant just three kilometres before town, which I realised was a place that I would be birding the next day. Passing it, a thought of getting off and camping there flashed through my mind, but I was too slow, and by the time I realised that it would have been the best course of action, it was too late. I consoled myself with the fact that the town might have a restaurant and hotel, but it had neither. We did buy a nice sickly sweet drink and some chocolate bars, which made us feel better before walking back up the hill. We had a nice hot meal in the restaurant, and the lady said that it was no problem us pitching the tent next to the building. On second thought, she said, why don't you pitch it inside the restaurant after we close? How nice. We just had to sit through two hours of dodgy music videos while I wrote up my bird notes. In the morning we would bird around there, then go back to Pomacochas, pick up my bag, and then catch a bus to Tarapoto, where I could finally have the nice hot shower we've been dreaming of. We were up early and birded the area near the restaurant. It was on top of a little hill with nice forests, and there wasn't too much traffic to spoil it. I was starting to get a nice list together for the place, including my target equatorial greytail, when we spotted another couple of birders walking down the hill towards us, obviously serious as one was carrying a huge scope on a tripod. You must be Charlie, one of them shouts. What the? I thought. How the hell would anyone know my name here? I'm Gunnar, says one of them, and it all fit into place. Gunnar is a Swedish birder who organises the Birding Peru internet group, and we've been exchanging mails for quite a while. He said we should tag along with them for the morning, and we did. He even treated us to a lovely breakfast. The driver had stopped the minibus at the bottom of the hill and set up a camping table with chairs and a lovely selection of bread, jam, cereal and expensive yoghurt. Not quite what we were used to, but we certainly weren't complaining. Gunnar was not all quite what I was expecting. I thought he'd be bigger and have a beard for some reason, but as it turned out, he was thin and had a shaved head and looked remarkably like John Malkovich. His client was a big Danish guy called Pear, who was in Peru for seven weeks of birding a serious birder who was being guided the whole time. We did some birding, and while Gunnar went back to the car for something, Pear and I saw a species that he hadn't got yet, a rare hummingbird, the Ecuadorian pie-tail. Gunnar's got 1,524 species on his Peru list, second only to Barry Walker. It seems to be his goal in life to overtake him. After getting to know each other for a while, Gunnar comes out with, I have a proposition for you. My wife is sick. So how would you like to guide for me for a few days? I tried to look nonchalant and not like a little kid who's been given exactly what he wanted for Christmas. Uh, Yeah, that could be uh, possible. Hopefully this might mean that we'll be staying somewhere nice for the next few days. The driver Julio was a lovely chap and kept my girlfriend company as we birded around for the day. Pear was a lovely chap too and told us that he'd managed to make his wife agree to let him come by buying her a new bathroom and sofa. I told him I usually just bribe my girlfriend with chocolate. Julio took us all the way back up to the top, to Alto Nieva, where we would look again for the Royal Sun Angel, while he drove about an hour away to drop Gunnar off at a bigger town where he could catch a bus back to Chiclayo 
and fly back to Lima from there. Per and I walked the ridge trail, which I'd birded before without luck. About 30 metres along, I came to a stop when I caught a little bird perch right next to me out of the corner of my eye. I turned slowly and looked at it. It was too close for binoculars, maybe three metres away. Shit, I couldn't believe it. The royal sun angel. It was so beautiful. Black and covered with the most beautiful blue shining spots. I'd never seen a bird quite like it, and it really deserved its name. I reached for my camera, knowing that it was going to fly off any second, but it didn't. I must have snapped away about fifty shots of it before I was sure that I must have got at least one good one. This was a very, very important bird for me. Despite being the guide, I'd forgotten all about the client standing behind me, but looking round and seeing the expression on his face, it seemed he understood the importance of the bird too. It turned out he was a big hummingbird freak. We carried on birding and saw a few other things, but nothing could top off the sun angel. We spent the night further down than Affluente, at a restaurant near the little town of Aguas Verdes. There was no accommodation here, but we pitched our tents before tucking into a chicken dinner. Pear said that he hadn't come to Peru for the food. My kind of guy. I'm not sure which one of them it was, but somebody snored pretty loudly in the tent next to us. 